This recording is part obituary, part apology note, and part love letter to all the selves I have not been, all the potential that I have missed, and to the vision of myself that played the cards differently. And I'm reminded of a saying that I think is humorous, that the definition of middle age is that you've been climbing your ladder and you get to the top of it and realize it's been against the wrong wall. And I am sitting at a point in time after almost a decade of intense labor and visioning of the future and opportunity cost that has all been traded in for what I've done at the expense of everything I haven't done. And there comes a point in your life and it can happen over and over in kind of a cycle where you feel like you have past a prime age or opportunity and that you are somehow not where you expected to be and saddened by the trade that you've made because to do anything is to trade all the possibilities. And it's funny to me as I think back over the different recordings that I've done for Uncomplication and these different check-ins, points in time that all felt completely part of this narrative unfolding, this story that was uniquely mine and that I was proud to tell even if it was difficult. And finding myself at another moment like that, but now so far along, and without any certainty that that hard work is going to pay off in an um, economic way or the ability to rest finally, um, the ability to pause and be comfortable for even a moment. It is a difficult exercise of the mind to be okay with those uh, lost opportunities or my my perspective is less that there were these real clear opportunities that were just passed and a lot more that I have been relentlessly pursuing um, a certain line of action, a certain job, a certain group of people, a certain vision in the world and that when you are in a, a place like that, um, which I think we all are, we are all authors of this story of our lives, and in the beginning, or when you start something new, or when you're young, or when you're in those early chapters, whatever that story might be, maybe even of a trip, maybe you're 80 years old and you're on a trip and those first couple days have the same characteristic of being endlessly open in their possibility. And when you're writing the story of your life or even thinking of it in those terms, the first pages are 
filled with this beautiful emptiness, this beautiful possibility that you're just learning the characters, you're just learning the setting, and every little moment or interaction has this importance that it seems to be um, laden with. And the early part of the story is so exciting because it's all new. And you know that you have all these pages ahead, but you don't know what they're going to contain. And then you come to the middle of the story and you find that there's all kinds of characters and emotions and plots and plot twists and frustrations and ups and downs. And that every word that came before is now indelible and set in stone and everything relates back to them. Words once said can't be unsaid. And the effect that we have on people once it's had uh, is out there propagating in the world. So the, the middle portion of our stories are rich in their interwovenness, uh, but they also have this complexity. And then a story's end is one of reflection and lessons learned and sometimes disappointment. Uh, even the greatest stories, when you get to the end, you're always trading for whatever that end is. Uh, trading the better ending that you didn't get. And we see this all the time even in popular media, movies, or TV shows that a popular TV, sh TV show goes on and uh, same formula. The beginning, if it's a, a good story and good characters, is just mind-blowing and wow, what's going to happen next? And then you get into this murky middle where uh, there's a lot to follow, but you're being rewarded and things are being paid off from early on. And then in the end, uh, with all the great shows, there's always that disappointment <laughs> or just the, the finality of having um, engaged in a story is that your imagination along the way is going to produce all of these possibilities. And in the end, there's only one outcome. And so I started off saying that this is an obituary, an apology note, but also a love letter to all those selves, all those uh, different endings that we didn't get, the story that we thought we were telling that ended up being something else. Um, the love letter part is what I have to keep coming back to, is the recognition that the other outcomes, the other stories, the other endings to Game of Thrones <laughs> um, or to your uh, career path, uh, those other um, those other uh, tellings of the story did not happen and they only exist in our minds. And there's something really beautiful about things exactly the way that they are just as they are in the recognition that the other alternatives are only in our minds again so as i noodle through this here i want to try and pull pull up here from my nosedive uh, it always happens that when you start on an in interesting topic you come to a point where it all just kind of is tangled and nonsensical so let me see if I can weave this back into something resembling anything. Um, the, the strong feeling that I've had lately now, a decade into my own 
kind of uh, middle-aged, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm late 30s, it's not quite middle-aged, but I feel like I have traded my 30s in this uh, opportune time of, you know, physical ability and mental acuity. Um, I'm seeing the waning of my own uh, powers in that regard and recognizing that I I did a certain thing and I can't undo it. I can't go back and and change course. So all the disappointment that I might feel in where I am is in a in a strange way. I, I have to reconcile the fact that the the story and that analogy that I'm I'm kind of coming up with here that I felt. Uh, lately is maybe not the right one um, and we we typically in this culture especially think of ourselves as being on a journey uh, with a beginning and then this uh, stair step kind of elevating as you go through the grades of school and then get out into the working world and uh, enhance your career or you're always in pursuit of this this big thing um, that that kind of an analogy is is really a broken one and leads to this exact feeling of chronic frustration that I'm describing. Again, that ladder that you climb and get to the top and find it's against the wrong wall. Um, you know, that's one way to look at it. But another way is that this is a much longer story than we realize. And it's always ending and starting. And every moment is the end of a chapter and the beginning of a new one. And there's always that exchange in that you're only going to do one thing, but the payoff is that you are given this gift of doing anything, of, of existing, of being present, of having these experiences. And um, every breath, every sight, every sound is unique and new and you and it's a wonderful thing. And I'm trying to get myself over this little hump, this little mental obstruction that I have of just feeling this, this kind of sorrow in that things might not turn out the way that I would have envisioned for myself. But that, that turning out is really the... Uh, the turning on and the beginning of whatever is next. And so I can cling to this, uh, you know, decade long trek as having a beginning, middle and end. And now I'm coming to the end of it. Or I can see how every step was just a step on this uh, trail that is unfolding and, and full of surprises. And that Every experience I've had, regardless of whether I thought at the time or even now that it was good or bad, has created the me that I am now, and I, I have to love me because I'm the only me that I, that I get. Yeah, so a lot of words, and I know they're tangled. I'm, I'm trying to put words to this feeling of existence being this kind of continual sorrowful loss um, but that that loss that loss of opportunity is the consequence or the 
um, necessity of having any experience at all. And there's so many things in the world today and at all times that are just abhorrent and terrible and disgusting that just makes you sad. This makes you feel this deep unsettledness that things are not well that we are not well, that the planet is not well, and that somewhere along the line there were choices made, there were people who acted in ways that led us to this this uh, place and time that just seems so hopeless and so much less than what we know it could be. But again, just like in my description of my own personal journey, the the big journey, the big... <laughs> Again, I'm using this journey analogy, but the, the, the whole human happening is this same um, tangled up reality and it can't be any other way because this is the way it is and all of the other scenarios where the, the forests still stand and the air isn't polluted and, you know, just all the, you know, pick... Pick any tragedy you want. All of those things, you know, shouldn't be. We deserve better. It should have been better. Those are all these fictions carried in our minds that do not exist and do not do us any good to um, lament and that the right posture for a, a human and a mind is one of gratitude and excitement and recognition that we are part of something so much bigger than anything that we can fathom. And that just as the leaf on the tree shouldn't lament the coming of fall and that inevitable death because the tree is an organism in balance that is going through cycles of, of creation and destruction, so too are we. That all of this is somehow exactly as it should be, not should in that there is a, an intention or a, a template for which it is being um, judged, but it is exactly as it is. And so wherever you find yourself, regardless of the struggles that you're going through, regardless of the difficulty of comparing yourself now as you are to the image of yourself and what you could have been, um, in spite of all of that, we are woven in this tapestry of universal happening that is so big and so mind-blowing that no human can sit and judge. And so let's say yes. Let's, let's be grateful and let's go into tomorrow and the next day and every moment that comes eyes open and heart open and not judging. Um, I actually just got done listening to a podcast that I had recorded several years ago about serendipity, judgment, and grace. And it was actually just what I needed to hear tonight. That the serendipity, the strange way of life producing exactly the next piece of the puzzle right when it's needed and all of these things just happening in a strange ballet of interconnectedness. 
um, that being a fundamental uh, principle, a fundamental thing that we are all experiencing this life happening and it is connected and woven together in ways that we keep finding ourselves in situations that are uh, serendipitous, that just seem part of the story. Um, and then the second term, this judgment, and how when we judge things as good or bad and say, this should have happened, this shouldn't have happened, I wish I could go back and change this, oh, if only I'd done that, that that kind of judgment just leads to these moments of uh, paralysis and anger and frustration and that the the wise person flows through life not in judgment of good or bad but in just a flowing almost swimming kind of way because again the the good that happens to you today is is predicated is it requires the bad that happened yesterday and that if you have a single good moment in your entire life every bad thing that's ever happened had to happen um, which gets to this last term of grace and how that is usually ascribed to either a uh, theological principle of God um, being the bestower of grace and God's grace is this gift that no one really knows how to get but if you have it you can do no wrong you're you're flowing you're in perfect balance um, or grace as we ascribe it to a graceful dancer or an animal that is just in motion and flowing out of its center and I think that that grace is something not so much bestowed although maybe if you think of it that way it, it helps you get into this mindset but the mindset of um, going with the flow and being alert and being present and having your eyes open, your heart open, and your mind open, and that everything that arises, whether you know someone might judge it as good or bad, you're just flowing with it. And as a result, you're, you're stepping almost like lily pads across this serendipitous happening that is our, our, our collective lives. So, yeah... I felt compelled just to record a little something something. I've been dealing with these uh, thoughts and emotions, but I have to believe and and feel that they are all part and parcel to this huge expression that is all of everything. And how how much of a privilege, how amazing is it to be a part of that? Uh, including the pain, including the challenges, including the, the loss and the fear and the, the regret. Because um, the alternative would be not existing at all. And there's not a whole lot to be said about that. So I'll, I'll leave it there. Um, thanks for listening. I hope that if you do find yourself climbing to the top of a ladder and thinking it's against the wrong wall, that you're not at the top of a ladder, you're somehow always in the middle, and um, the story's not over, it's always just starting, and every moment is an opportunity. So, until next time, cheers.